Hey mamas, it's Cindy and Emily and welcome to Imperfect Mom's Guide. This podcast is far from kid friendly, so grab some earphones for you or for them. We talk all things from mental health struggles, parenting fails, and the occasional shaving of buttholes. Buckle up and get ready for the shit show. And let's get ready to talk shit, eat cake, and tell judgmental moms to mind their own motherhood. today with Bridget. Hello. All right, Bridget, I'm going to start with the worst part of this whole thing. It's you got to talk about yourself. So <laughs> tell us about you. Um, yeah, like you said, that's definitely the hardest part. Like as a mom, I feel like you completely forget like who you are sometimes. It can be so easy to do. Um, we become mom, we become, you know, everything but ourselves. And so, yeah, that's definitely it. Um, but I am, I mean, I'm Bridget. I'm a mother of three from the ages of 11 months to almost 12. So big age gaps there. <laughs> um, I'm a business owner or, well, not technically, but I, I run my own cleaning company. Um, we have a side hustle with cups and sublimation and all of that good stuff. And um, uh, we run the ball stands. I feel like I just, I'm a jack of all trades kind of person. <laughs> little bit of everything but I mean I'm a hard worker that's what I I just work all the time I feel like well I'm glad that I was able to fit into your schedule because I was a little bit worried you were always on the go and always busy and I'm like I need to catch this girl (laughs) I am always busy well I say that but it's like you know you make time for what you want and I mean I my schedule is so flexible that by the time I finish working it's really just my kids you know my kids and fiance and home, you know, and then we just, we're just, I feel like we run a lot, like we do a lot. So it's not even really work, you know, I'm busy because I'm working so much as much as I just, our, our time together is so valuable that that's what we focus on. That's our focus. We don't do a whole lot. We don't party. We don't, it's like my life from, (laughs) if, if you could take a look back inside my life, you know, shoot 15, 16 years ago, it's like I'm a completely different person than that girl, you know? Yeah. It's nuts. It's nuts. Sometimes I feel really lame, like I'm a lame person now. <laughs> Motherhood has, has tamed me down a whole lot. Oh, I love that. Oh, my goodness. But it's good. It's always for the better, you know? Yes, absolutely. And you are raising some really good kids, some really good kids. I think so too. I mean, I think I've got a good little set here. It's, it's hard work. You know, it's, it's really hard work. It's a lot of time. I mean, to have those, to have good kids and to have, you know, those kids that people in the public eye look at, like, you know what they are, they are doing something right. It's like, it's, it's, a, it's hard. It really is hard. Yeah. But you have some good kiddos too. They're so sweet. The ball games, you see them. They're just sweet little petite things. Oh my God. They're they, I love that they are so good out in public, but at home, sometimes I'm like, all right, can you all like tame down for a second? Like, yeah, that's how they are though. Ago, and that's not the kid you were. <laughs> yeah. That's how kids are though. You know, you're their safe space. You're the, yeah. you know, you are where they feel the most comfortable. And that's, that's how you know that you are doing something right. You know, they come yeah. home and they come to you and they know that you are going to accept them with all their flaws and all their bad moods and just however they are, they come to you as they are, you know? 
I love that. That that is like something that makes me feel good about what I'm doing. Yeah. Just in general. Yeah, for sure. That's yeah, you, you, you gotta you gotta you know, that's one thing as a mom, I always feel like I have to accept it. You know, you, you have to accept the good with the bad and when you do when they when they do rebel against you and they are these crying little tantrum having little brats or whatever you wanna call them, you know, it's like this is I'm their mom, you know, I am the one that they feel comfortable being like letting loose and they hold in all this stuff for however long they're at school or away from us. And then they get home and they just melt, you know, it's like, and just, and wait, wait till your oldest gets a couple more years going girl. Cause I mean, getting there. we are already whew. getting there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. These, those hormones are, are real. I mean, she'll come home sometimes from school and it'll just be like a complete meltdown. Like, dude, what's wrong? Like, it won't even be like a, tantrum like I'm not even like mad she's just like it just she just balls and it's like there's nothing it's like dude what's wrong you know and it's her oh, feelings no. have been hurt and it's like you know this girl said this and I didn't mean it that way but that's how she took it and you just can't take those you know you can't walk them through those steps when they're out in public yeah. so it's like she's like I feel like I messed up but you know it's kids you have they have to learn you know they have to learn all that stuff you can't just always be I, and I've learned just in like the, you know, Hadley starting to get her hormones in and everything that no matter what I say, I'm not going to make it better. I could tell her exactly what the, like the right thing to do is and mm -hmm. she's going to do the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Or find a way to make you feel dumb. Like, dude, we've what? lived this life before. We were you <laughs> 20 years ago or however, you know, <laughs> gosh, I'm, I'm 33. So yeah, I mean, I was 20. 21 when I had Araya. So yeah, I always have to tell her like, you know, we, we were you like when me and my sister get to talking to my niece and her, it's like my niece is 15. And so oh. she's kind of going through those, like those rough ages where it's like yep. stuff doesn't make sense. And, you know, boys and, you know, friends and it's, it's hard. It really is. But as a parent, we just try to like, we got to teach you like from what we had to learn on our own, you know? Sometimes we don't have parents who parent us in the way that you know that you want to parent your kids. You know, it's like, yeah. I didn't have those tough talks. We didn't, I didn't have a parent. Well, I, I had parents, obviously. My parents right. were my friends, you know, when I was young. I didn't have parents that were like up my butt on me, pushing me to be a better person, you know, pushing me in the right direction, pushing me to be successful, pushing me to you know, have morals, not more, not morals in a way of like having some respect, but right. I was very much so a wild child, but it was because I didn't have somebody there to stop me. I did what I wanted and that was that. <laughs> so I had to tone it down. Like I knew that having a daughter for sure, I needed it. It very much so needed to happen early that she knew that, Hey, this is, this is the rules you will not, you will not push them. You can try all you want, not happening. Like it's not, yep. it's not happening. Not with me. Yep. See, and mine was the opposite. I had the most strict parents. <clears throat> I had the, um, I don't want to say that they didn't care about like the things that were going on, but like sex wasn't a talk that we ever had. Right. Ever. And like, 
granted, it well, it always made me scared to even have. I didn't have sex until I was with Daniel. So like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I. That's the type of stuff that I like want to talk to my kids about is because my parents never talked to me about that. And it was always like, if you do this, you're going to hell. If you do this, yeah. that, whatever. And I'm like, no, no, don't. I'm yeah. not going to scare my kids. No, definitely not. But I'm also not going to be their best friend. Like we're going to, we're going to have that eat like that medium right in the middle. Yeah. You have to have those hard conversations. I mean, they're, those are necessary. And that definitely I, that's one thing. Like I've not. I've not had that talk with her yet. Like, mm -hmm. it's like, she's kind of nearing that age. I, I think back and I'm like, gosh, at 11 years old, like, I feel like I kind of knew what it was, but I didn't know, you know, it's like, yep. I wasn't so oblivious, but I've asked her like, you know, if she knows certain things and she's like, I'm like, all right, well, then I'm like, no, she doesn't yet. So it's like, all right, well, you know, I'm going to hold off on that part like yeah. the whole part. It's like, I'm not, I don't, it's cause it's a, it, it makes, it's weird. It's a weird conversation to have. It it's is. like, how do you even, it's uncomfortable. It's, we, but it's, it, it is necessary. Have, yeah. We had to have it with Hadley. She's nine, but it's because she heard it from someone else at school mm. and then was going around telling other kids about it. And it's like, if you don't know, first off, you don't tell, like, even if you do know what it is, you don't go tell somebody what it is. Right. Because that's up to their parents. And if right. you hear about it, you should definitely like triple check and make sure that what you're hearing is right. Right. And it was just, it, it was a tough conversation. Yeah. I mean, like, like I wasn't ready for this yet. No, definitely not at nine. I mean, gosh, I'm not no. ready for it. And she's probably, I mean, she's nearing the age. Of course she knows what periods are and she knows yeah. all about all of that, even though she hasn't started yet. It's like, I I wanted to make sure she was prepared. We started that talk really early um, because you never know when they're going to have, when it's going to happen. And her being like a thicker girl, I kind of thought, well, she might start early, you know, but she still hasn't. And um, I can tell though, it's nearing the, it's, it's not far. So it's like, maybe when that happens, that's kind of when the whole talk is going to have to happen. Like the real talk, but I don't know. She's not, um, she's not, big into like boys or like, you know, thinking that, you know, so many little girls think they need boyfriends yep. and think they need to find this love so early. And I always have to give these little girls a hard time. Like you guys are babies. Like don't, yeah. you guys are babies. Like you don't need anybody like have fun and enjoy your life. Like no boyfriend at this age is going to matter in 10, 15 years. You know, it, they're not. And no, not you have, year. no, I mean, you have a handful of people who, who start in high school or have early love and they, and they last, you know, and th those yeah. are beautiful. But the reality of it is that these little girls watch these movies of these princesses with these love stories and see the end all is always the prince and this happy ever after. And it's like, I've driven that into her head. Like that is not real life. That's no. not real life. It's not going to happen that way. And so she is very, like, very cool with, like, I don't need anybody. Like, I ask her all the time, you know, what are things that we do right as parents? Like, just so I can kind of get on her level so that we, like, you know, we have a very open dialogue about life, period. Yeah. She's like, um, one thing is definitely that you've taught me to not need anybody. Like, I don't need a man. I don't need a boy. I don't need to think that that's what I need. Like she's, she's a little hustler, you know, she is one of us and she, yes. you know, she makes money. So she knows that 
she is going to do what she has to do for herself and she doesn't need to ask you for money. You're not going to entice her by saying, hey, I'll give you some money if you do this. You know, like I got you if you want to, you know, I'll pay you. So money can't, you can't entice her with money. So that's just, that's one thing that you got to teach that early too. You know, these kids think that money can buy you whatever you want. Yeah. There's a. I like that you have the conversation that the shit that you see in movies is not real life because, you know, no, I never had those conversations. Not that like I was like growing up, you know, I kind of saw that things weren't like the movies, you know, I, right. I mean, and we talked about it before we had a really rough childhood um, yeah. and coming up, like it, it was rough. So, you know, but like, I always thought once I found that relationship, like things would be so easy. And like, you know, I'm not like my parents. And like, I've even said it before on the podcast, like I'm not like my parents. I'm not going to fight with my, my, my husband, anything that shit's not true. Right. Like, yeah, you're going to have, you're going to argue, you're going to bicker with each other, but that doesn't mean that you're not going to love each other. And if you guys can grow together, yeah. Or if it's not working out, leave, don't go and do something stupid. Don't cheat. Don't, don't do anything. Leave. If you're in a position where you feel like you can't leave, I know that there are people somewhere in your corner that will help you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's definitely like my biggest thing is if you're not happy, leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't be the victim of, I told you so, you know, like yep. <laughs> that's what I never, I will never say that to anybody. Like I told you so, because I had so many people tell me that like afterwards, like I told you, like, you know, you should have just listened. Like, you know what? Sometimes we have to learn those hard things on our own. Sometimes we have to go through the fire and mm-hmm. feel it. And I mean, really feel it to, to learn. I mean, I don't, and I don't know why, I don't know why as women, we do that to ourselves, but we do. We do. And I mean, tunnel vision, it's just, everything's attached at the heartstrings. Yeah. It's something women are just there. We're wired differently, so much differently than men. There's this, there's this book, it's called the female brain. And I mean, it, it is, it's a great book. You should read it. I don't know who it's by. I've got it somewhere, but um, (laughs) I mean, it is like, it will make you open your eyes and realize like, dang, women are really different. Like, I mean, our whole brain structure is completely different from a man's. You know, we always wonder like, you know, why isn't he emotional? Why isn't he affectionate? Why isn't he this or that? And this book will like in depth tell you like exactly down to like the science of why a man is different than a woman. It's just, it's just in us to be, I don't know. It's just in us. We're dumb. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's, we're going to get a little back, bit back on track. We kind of like went off on a tangent a little bit, but I love it. We sure did. My bad. That's probably my fault. No, no, no. You're good. (laughs) You are good. I loved it. What made you decide to start your own business? What made you decide that this was for you? Um, Okay. So... Let's see. I've been in it for Canon six, four years. I was always a CNA, always um, in a nursing home or home health, that route. Um, It was comfortable and it was fun. I loved it. But I don't know. I think there was a turning point. I think one of my friends that I always worked with decided she was going to leave and she was like my work bestie. And when she decided she was leaving, I was like, you know what? I don't know if I can do this like without her. 
Just because, I mean, you know, where we were, where we're at and it's like, there aren't, there's not a whole lot of people I just really loved working with. And I mean, your sister was always super fun to work with. She was gone by that point. So it was me and Aaron Potts and, (laughs) you know, we were just the duo. It was just us. And we ran one hole. And once she started, once she left, um, I just, it wasn't in me to like work with anybody else. So I just decided, you know, Keon always told me like, always make sure that whatever you do, make sure you love it. And once she left and like my love for like being there kind of dwindled down, I, the next best thing was cleaning. And, you know, you know that people always want to pay somebody to clean. So, and I love, like, I love to clean. Like I am a weird, I'm a weirdo. Um, Like I get home from cleaning and I clean, like that's what I do to like, it's almost a stress reliever. You know, I organize, I dust, I vacuum, I do whatever. So it's it's fun to me. Um, That and then knowing that I was going to have the freedom, you know, to do what I wanted. um, I make way better money cleaning than I ever thought about making at the manor, you know, and working at the manor, you work, you know, 12 hour shifts or however much and you come home with this paycheck and it's like, dang, man, you know. So, yeah, I mean, it just, it just made sense. You know, I had at that point, Araya was seven. Cannon was a year old, not quite two. And, you know, so we've always kept Cannon out of daycare. So that was kind of hard, but it's like we switched back and forth because I was working nights and then I was working days and it's like, I would work wherever I could to, you know, to accommodate his schedule. And it just made sense. And I've, I've been going strong since. I mean, I've not stopped and have waiting lists, you know, so wow. it's nice. It's fun. I, en- I enjoy it. I'm done by noon, one o'clock on most days and I'm home the rest of the day. So it's, awesome. it's nice. Yeah. So what made you want to start doing cups? Like I, I um, them a lot. <laughs> yeah. So that I have is myself. <laughs> that started with him. Um, you know, he, he wanted this printer for Christmas and, you know, he researches everything. He's like, you know, I think this would be a really big, a really great investment. Um, I'm going to look into it. So finally he sent me this printer he wanted for Christmas and, uh, I got it for him for Christmas and, um, he was like, all right, I'm about to order. He said one day he looked at me in a right. He said, how long do you guys think it'll take to sell a hundred cups? I said, Oh, I don't know. Like maybe six months to a year. I don't, I don't know. You know, I, I really don't know. And he was like, all right, well, I'm going to, I'm going to pull the trigger on these cups and we'll just, you know, we'll just see how it goes. I had a hundred cups sold in a week and wow. we, we had to make an order for three fifty. you know? So, or actually we made it done like two fifty the next time. But anyways, gradually we went up to where we were ordering like 500 cups at a time. And I mean, in three years, I'd say we probably sold 2000 cups, maybe. I mean, it's, that's just a side, but that's just a side hustle. You know, like I don't even, I don't even post them anymore. Like I don't even like push them to sell unless I've got extras, but I have so many people that just come to me and say, Hey, I need this, you know, or Hey, can you put this on a cup? And it's like, yeah, I can put literally anything on a cup. Like I, I don't need, you know, so many people just get on Etsy and find them and throw them on there. But I mean, I can design anything. So he kind of pushed me into the, he didn't, he didn't push me into it. I saw what it did with the first few that we did. And I was, I was obsessed. I'm like, man, let me do these. Like, this is cool. This is fun. And he's never touched a cup since. Like that was supposed to be his thing, you know, and (laughs) it became, it became my thing. So 
that, that's yeah, that's just uh we've got so many other things too that um now that we have our shop and we're working on opening it we've got a lot of other um sublimation ideas that we've kind of brought into it as well so we're anxious to see kind of if those will take off as well as the cups yeah so it should be fun so yeah i love that and the fact that Araya is becoming a little entrepreneur herself, I love seeing when you post stuff of hers. Man, that so, girl. Oh my gosh. She's, she's a go-getter. She, I mean, she comes and helps me clean houses. She's like, hey, ask them if I can do dust boards or, you know, like baseboards, if I can do their baseboards. I'm like, all right, you know, and they'll pay her, you know, 20 bucks here and there or whoever. So she'll make money doing that. And then the concession stands, I, um, you know, the last few years we've ran it. So she is able to, you know, make a little extra cash doing that as well. And she loves it. Like anything that she can do to make some cash and be able to hold cash in her hand. She's, she is on it. You know, she's the bracelets and slime and just whatever. Yeah. I mean, she, she's wanting us to, uh, she's like, I think you guys need to invest in me and just believe in me that I can do this. And I'm like, well, like, what, what is it? She's like, so the shop, you know, is the upstairs is empty. She's like, I want to do a cereal bar in an arcade. I'm like, listen, man, that is genius. That's one. Genius. But, you know, like, obviously that's a big investment. That's a lot. Like, yes. but how cool, like, for her to think, like, that that's, that would be a good idea. Like, the cereal bar for kids and arcade and smoothies and stuff. It's like, it'd be perfect if we yeah. could just really do it, you know? So she's got her little dreamer's mind going and. She's always thinking about something. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, she's a cool kid. She's she's a cool kid for sure. For sure. She's got two parents, though, that are both entrepreneurs, so she doesn't see yeah. us go to work. You know, like, she sees us do what we love, and she knows that that's, that's possible. You know, like, she doesn't that's need a I boss. You said what? I said, I hope that's what my kids see. I really yeah. hope that... You know, because me and Daniel have been throwing the idea back and forth on if I need to go back to work. Because I'm like, I'm not bringing in any money right now, Daniel. Like, I feel like I'm not contributing. Like, I feel like I need to, like, go to work or something. And he's like, right. no, no. He's like, you're you're going to take off. He's like, it takes time. Yeah, it does take and time. He is 1,000% he is my biggest supporter. That's he's good. Like, you you got to have that. Go back to fucking work. You got to have that, man. I mean, the, the, the fact that he is there and I mean, just, just keep that in your mind. Like if, if it yeah. wasn't okay, if it wasn't doable and it wasn't okay with him, it might be different, but knowing that you have him and that he is on board, then like make your dreams come true, man. <clears throat> I'm working on it every day. <laughs> yeah. You, you can't stop. There's, 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 it's a process, you know, and it's a struggle sometimes, but you'll oh, get there. Sure. You know, I started out with, I started out with three houses a week when I first started cleaning. I mean, at full capacity, I had 24 houses. Um, wow. Yeah. I mean, and I've, you know, of course I've gotten rid of some, I've lost some, you know, people's finances have changed. I moved areas like, you know, pulled myself from areas that were a little further away to keep me from driving so much or, you know, stuff that didn't make sense as far as uh, you know what? I only make this much at that house. I could, I could make more at this house. Cause it's, you know, for different reasons. So, I mean, things have changed. I mean, at this point, I, I think I only have about 12 houses, but 
I also am home at noon. You know, like I make as much money doing 12 houses. I'm home at noon. I mean, I'm watching this baby grow up. That's one thing I didn't get with Cannon. Like I was back at work really early with him and working full time, you know, a six to three, sometimes six to six job. And so like, I missed that. Like he was a, he's a daddy's boy. And so I finally have me like a, he is a mama's boy. <laughs> if, if I'm in the room and if I walk away, he's like, ah, it's like, dude, come on, put him on my hip. He's just my little hipster. <laughs> So yeah, I have been able to enjoy him so much. Like that's another thing with babies. It's like you, life is so busy that you can't even enjoy your babies anymore. Like women have it tough nowadays. You know, like we are, we have to do so much. Like, you know, 50 years ago, women didn't work. You know, like they didn't have to go to work. They just took care of their babies and their houses. And that was it. Like, man, that would be beautiful. You know, in, in a, in a, perfect world that's where we would be at you know but it's impossible almost unless you got a man that makes five hundred thousand dollars a year you know (laughs) you know i it's just it's almost impossible so to be able to have the flexibility with him and be home and really feel like i'm not missing anything is is it's worth it all so i don't care if i'm not rich you know to me being rich isn't isn't monetary you know it's absolutely so much more. It's like, I can, I can go to all my kids parties, like class parties. I can go to kickball days or whatever. I can go to field days. I go to, I go to everything, you know, I can pop in and have lunch. I can be outside and on a random Thursday and, you know, have a picnic or like whatever we want to do. Like we can do it. We went to the movies last Friday at like one o'clock. I finished working and got home and they're like, we want to go see, what was it? Elemental had just come out. We want to go see movie and it's like all right let's go you know it was two o'clock in the afternoon and we're all in the movie theater by ourselves got the whole theater to ourselves, and like you know we're just watching movies so it's like that's the life that's the richest life to me like being rich is is that like that's it being able to just do whatever you want whenever you want and not have to worry about somebody telling you no you can't do it or no you can't get that time off like time with my family is it's everything so that's it that's what I told Daniel. I said, I don't want to make, like, my dream would be to make enough to where he didn't have to work. Like, he didn't have to work his full-time job. Right. And we could just, like, be together type of deal. But, like, I don't need to be rich. I just need to have enough money to take my kids to do whatever they wanted. Not, like, I mean, my kids are spoiled. Yeah. But not, like, I want them to have the memories that I never had as a child. Yeah. Yep. It's always about trying to give them what you are trying to give them what you didn't have and make sure they don't experience the things that you did or had to, yeah. you know? Yes. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. You'll get there. One of these days. Yeah. <laughs> I just keep checking along. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you have any advice for moms? Any advice for moms? Yeah. Man. Um, you know, like I kind of touched on it earlier. You, you always want to, well, I, I personally, I am trying to, to be the parent that I feel like I needed as a kid, you know, like to guide the way for them, not to, you know, just, I I don't know. I, there's so many things that if I could go back as a, like, 
if I could go back and help the little girl, you know, 20 years ago and put her on the right path, like there's so many things I would have done different, like I would have done differently. And I mean, just to be able to guide your kids in the right direction. And, um, you know, I am a big advocate on like, instead of making plans, like stay home. Like, I don't like to go anywhere. Like I love being home. And, um, you know, I feel like it's so much less stressful to have to drag than dragging everybody out. And then everybody's pissed off at some point or somebody's yeah. a brat. And, you know, it's like you all you don't regret it going out. But sometimes just being home and like just everybody being in their own elements so much easier. Like, so don't don't stress over making like this. Uh, I always call it the face, like a Facebook fantasy life, you know, like yeah. you see so many people on Facebook, like flashing these beautiful vacations and like all the, all the greatness that they get to experience with their kids. But like how many people post the messy parts, you know, like nobody posts the tantrums, nobody posts the breakdowns, nobody, po you know, nobody posts all that stuff. So it's like, yeah. just remember that when you look at Facebook and you look at social media, like you're really just seeing, you know, the good stuff. But like, want you to do this. Um, that was, I think that's my biggest thing with like, I didn't want to send my kids to daycare. So Hazel, she still goes to daycare half a day. I absolutely love her daycare lady. Like I, I love her and I trust her with my life and I trust her with my child's life. And I, I love her and I love, you know, she, as much as I hate, that somebody else is like raising my kid. Like, I feel like she does a really good job of teaching Hazel stuff. And like, right. Hazel's at that point where she needs to be around other kids her age. Yeah. She just does. Um, right. And I, I won't send my kids to any like big daycare. Like this is an at-home daycare. The only other kid she has, but her kids is Hazel. So really? I love that she goes there. Yes. So, yeah, that's no, that's one thing with him, with our baby, too, is that he's kind of getting to that age where he loves kids and our kids are the only kids he sees. Um, but I just I don't know. I I don't really want him going anywhere. You know, like yeah, I I, feel that. I just I don't want anybody snuggling him up like I just I'll keep him. <laughs> I'll keep him to myself. <laughs> I didn't have these feelings about school until Harper. Was I agree. So I need a change of scenery. <laughs> right. I was going to say, maybe I need to cut my hair or dye it or something. <laughs> I'm about ready to cut my hair back off, too. My hair is the longest it's been in 11 years. I grew it out when I was pregnant, and and it all goes back in a ponytail now. And I, my, my daughter's like, no, don't, don't cut it. Leave it. Let it grow. <laughs> I was like, I like my short hair. Yeah. It's fun. I always felt like it was me, you know. <laughs> All right, we're going to hop on to one last thing, and then okay. we're going to go ahead and get off. But I need to know, what is your favorite mom saying? What is your favorite thing that you tell your kids all of the time? Um, Man, um, whenever I'm asked for help, I always have to ask them, do you think that this is hard or is this impossible? Um, because... I always feel like we jump to help our kids too quickly. Like it's okay to let them struggle. You know, like it's okay to let them figure it out. You know, even if they don't figure it out and it's like, even if they figure it out and it's not right, or it's not how they expected it to be. Like we can't be the superheroes all the time. You know, like 
So, I mean, that's uh, that's definitely something that I say um, to them a lot. Not that that's, like, a good one. I mean, it's a good one, but it's not, like... I actually like... really like that. That is really good. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, because especially with my six year especially with Cannon, he is quick to ask for help for everything. It's like, dude, is, is this hard? Like, and he'll cry. It's like, dude, is this hard or is it impossible? He's like, it's just kind of hard. It's like, yeah, well, get it together. Think about what you need yeah. to do and let's get it done. Like, it's not, you don't need me to hover over you over everything. Like you can figure this out. And like I said, and another thing I always tell him is like, don't forget that I'm your parent. I'm not your friend. You know, like I'm not, I am not your friend. I mean, I love you and I'll do anything for you and I got your back. But there's a point where like I have to put the the mother face on and let them know, like, listen, this is not the time to play with me because I'm not your friend. You know, it is there's a fine line. <laughs> One of my biggest things is life isn't fair. And I always hated hearing that as a kid that life wasn't fair. Mm -hmm. but I feel like my kids need to know that. And like, I don't ever say it like, well, life's not fair. I'm just like, well, you know, you're sitting yeah. you know, it, And especially when like me and Daniel do something that the kids know that they're not supposed to do or that they can't, can't do. Right. And they're just like, well, why do you get to do that? Well, because life isn't fair. Like, yeah. Well, cause I'm grown and you, you got 25 years to get to this point exactly. in 25 years. You can do this too. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, but like some things you just won't be able to do in your life and you're going to yeah. have to learn that. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes I got to learn the hard way. Yeah. World doesn't revolve around them. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. let kids do, I can't exactly remember what the, like, the phrase is, but essentially it's let kids do dangerous things safely. Yeah. So if you see them climbing on something, don't say be careful because then they're like, oh, God, I'm going to get hurt. And right. that's when they get hurt. So you right. just like watch them and make sure they're not going to uh -huh. get hurt. Make sure they're not going to fall or if you, at least you can get up fast enough to catch them if they right. do. <laughs> we, all, we always tell uh, whenever they try to get tough, it's like, hey, if you want to, if you act like a gangster, be ready for gangster consequences. You know, like yep. if you're going to act like that, then just be ready for whatever's about to come to you. <laughs> mm -hmm. If you're not scared, then then don't be scared of the consequence when it comes at you either. Yep, We're, we've been pushing it really hard with Hadley that actions either have rewards or consequences. It's your yeah. choice to pick which one it is. Yep, yep, for sure. It can either be a good one or a bad one. Yep. I mean, everything has a consequence, no matter what. So yep. that's the thing. It's just depending on what you do, if, you're, if it's a good consequence or a bad one. Yep. So... Yeah, I, um, Araya said, make sure, cause I, I read her the topic. She was like, well, make sure you at least tell her that you call us, you say, don't be a jacker. Cause we don't, <laughs> you know, we don't, <clears throat> so we don't cuss at our kids. Um, yeah. I used, to, I used to have, listen, you knew me. I don't, did you like know me like in high school? Like, did you much? I don't know if you did or I, not. I knew you because of my sisters, but yeah. I didn't like know, know you. Well, I had like, I cussed like a sailor. Like I had the worst mouth. And after I had Araya and she started repeating me, um, I was like, okay, something's got to change. Like I can't, I can't have, you know, my kid having a dirty mouth. Like I, that's one thing I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. So 
my mouth changed like a three, like it went, it, it, my mouth did a 360. So instead of saying like little shitheads or, you know, like come here or, you know, call them whatever, like, don't be a jacker, like don't. And I, that's something that we say to them all the time. So now they call us, they say that don't be a jacker. And so we're like, what is a jacker? It's like nothing, just, just nothing. It's, it's our thing. Just tell them not to be a jacker. Don't be dumb. Don't be a jacker. <laughs> yeah. Don't be a jacker. Yep. Keeps you from having to call them, you know, something for them to repeat it after, later and be like, oh my yeah. gosh, you're not supposed to say that. At least so if they say that, then it's like, it's not a bad word. You know, a right. jacker just like steals things out of your car, you know, like a car jacker yep. or, you know, whatever. Like that's, that's basically what it is, but that's, I don't even know where it came from. <laughs> I love that. I really do. Um, yeah. Thanks for joining me today, Bridget. I really appreciate it. And I feel yeah, like we of course. had a really good conversation. Bridget, yeah. we didn't get through everything, <laughs> but I'm, I have to do it. I'm going to have to have you back on. Right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm always up for it. Perfect. All right. Well, mamas, we are going to get off of here. I've got some errands to run and I guess some high fit to do. So. Oh, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. See you later.